find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Welcome to the Voice America Kids Kitchen. It's time for Mix It Up, a show for aspiring chefs or those who just want to try something new. We'll bring you recipes, interviews with chefs, and food tips. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome. My name is Jamie. And I'm Anna. And this is Mix It Up on Falcon Air One, broadcasting from Fountain Hills Middle School on Voice America Kids Network. Today, we are talking about tuna salad. Okay, now there is many ways to make tuna salad, and um, we'll be talking about one way and then another way later. So for this way, you take a package of tuna and put it in a bowl, then you add mayo and about two tablespoons of that, and you add about one to two tablespoons of gray poupon. Just sounds so weird, doesn't it? <laughs> gray poupon. <laughs> okay, go it on. Sounds really Jamie. appetizing. Like who who thought of that? Okay. Anyways. <laughs> okay, and what's next? Sprinkle on onion powder and pepper and parsley, and then you just mix that up all together, and you can kind of put in anything else you want i know i love to put like um chopped up bits of apple have a little apple in there i've never tried that i usually have like a really basic tuna salad with like onion powder salt pepper and then like celery if you like it some people don't i'm not a big fan of it but you can and the apple is good just because it's kind of sweet and it's also crunchy so and obviously healthy which is Tuna salad is pretty healthy. <laughs> yep. So do you, when it comes to tuna, what do you ordinarily have it with? Do you have like crackers or do you have like My a sandwich? Fav- one of the favorite things I love to have is I go home, cut up a bagel, throw it in the toaster, take it out, and I put tuna salad on half of it and butter on the other half, and I just have that. Whenever I have bagels, I always make, make my mom make tuna salad because I don't know she just has this thing about her she always makes it like perfect but anyway yeah we have it like loaded on with like tomato lettuce and tuna on top of this bagel and it's so yummy either that or like it's I like the all the salads like tuna salad chicken salad egg salad it's all good to have on your bagel yes yes it is (laughs) I'm like trying to think of like snacky foods and then whenever I'm like out of things to make I just throw together some tuna salad and it's one of those things you can have it like a picnic or you can have it like while you're sitting after school and you're just kind of like oh chilling out (laughs) you know and there's also like you said there's a bunch of things you can put with it you don't even have to have it with a bagel obviously you can just have it on your on its own I mean depending how many things are in it if it's on the planer side you probably want it on something but if it's got a lot in it then you can just eat it on your own and I know I used to love to do that (laughs) 
Yeah, for sure. Um, if you were to like kind of edit, I guess, edit this recipe, what would you take out or what would you put in or add? Um, I might mix with the spices a little bit. I mean, it has parsley, but there's a bunch of other good spices that you can mess with to put in there. <laughs> I know my, I got so mad at my mom when she was making pasta because she put bay leaves in them. And like, it became so apparent that there was like, a dry leaf in my like sauce so it was like so annoying when I'd eat I'd be like I just kind of glared at her because I usually like a very basic sauce and she's like trying to be fancy I was like no just no you can't throw into <laughs> something that's fine on its own but you know <sighs> it's called experimentation <laughs> and elegance Merp. <laughs> I don't know okay so I I that was just one pet peeve I have. If if something's, like, cool, I mean, I guess you could always try and make it better, but I don't know. I was just like, no, bad mom. <laughs> but I thought you said she always made it perfect. She makes tuna salad perfect. She does not make pasta sauce perfect. Like, she was trying to use red wine. I was like, no, you have to, like, let it simmer for, like, ten more minutes. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is Mix It Up. I'm Jamie. And I'm Anna. And today we're talking about another tuna salad. (laughs) All right. Now, this is the one my mom and I make all the time. You're going to use like one can of tuna or like a package of tuna, depending on what you have. And you're going to have three tablespoons of mayo, a half a teaspoon of mustard, a dash of salt and pepper. And then you use one teaspoon of relish and then a teaspoon, depending on how much you like pepperoncinis. But I always cut the pepperoncinis into, like, small, itty-bitty pieces because we always get, like, the pepperoncini rings. But then on top of that, you're just going to mix all of it together. It doesn't matter what order you throw it in. And then add a splash of pepperoncini juice. And it kind of gives it, like, that... It's not exactly spicy, but somewhat, like, tart flavor to your tuna salad. Weren't we, like, daring each other to eat whole yes. pepperoncini in fifth grade? <laughs> yep. Good times. <laughs> like, we, like, dare each other to have, like, banana rings and, like, random stuff that was, like, on my sandwiches. I don't know. My mom was crazy with peppers. Okay. <laughs> now, it's... What would you change in this recipe um I don't know I'd probably actually take out the sweet relish because I mean or at least limit it because it says you have a teaspoon of sweet relish but like I don't know sometimes you want that like sweeter flavor in your tuna sometimes not what about you um I'm not a big fan of the spicier so I'd probably take out the pepperoncinis (sighs) I was not a part of that dare, but I watched <laughs> everybody else. So take out the pepperoncinis and then that's probably mess with the sweet relish, like you were saying. <laughs> and I know we were just we just got done explaining one tuna salad from the other segment, but like what I mean, what do you like about your tuna? What makes it special and what do you enjoy about it? I don't know. I just like tuna. I mean, some people are all, ew, fish. Like, I I don't get those people who are like, ew, fish, I hate fish. Fish is really good, and the tuna salad is a nice, light fish that you can eat for a snack. 
I know that's like the only fish my mom will eat because like sometimes people are like, no, it smells fishy. I'm not going to eat it. I'm like, who <laughs> it cares? smells fishy because it is fish. <laughs> yes. How perceptive. But, you know, I mean, between like main dishes, would you rather have like salmon or like steak? Because I know some people are like, actually, I prefer fish over, you know red meat i'm like oh my goodness it depends what the cut of steak is and how you cook the salmon it just it depends on a bunch of different things like maybe a i might choose a skirt steak over a marinated salmon i mean or marinate like you know what i mean yeah i gotcha <laughs> seasoned is probably a better word for fish <laughs> <laughs> i know but we've marinated um salmon in like a sweet sauce. It was really yummy. Then we threw it on the grill. But that's beside the point. I'm sure we will talk about salmon in the near future. So all of our listeners. we have just discussed. <laughs> we like fish. Yes. Yes, we have. Um, uh, What would you put in, like, anything extra that you would add from? Um, Like you mentioned, um, I would definitely play around with spices because I don't have very much experience when it comes to like knowing what to throw in. But this recipe actually definitely could use like onion powder or garlic powder because it just makes it way more flavorful and enjoyable. So you guys can play around with that. But I would just kind of like little sprinkle over the top. Very light. And I know we talked about <clears throat> bagels, but is there like a certain type of bread, you know? Like a plain bagel or a whole wheat or any. I like the grainy bagels. I know that it's probably not a word, but I like the I, ones that have like you can definitely tell there's whole grain, grains. seven grain. Yeah, I I um I really like egg bagels. I think those are really good. I used to only eat plain bagels when I was little. I wouldn't <laughs> go outside of that. But then I found egg bagels and then I started trying other I got to where I would actually try other foods and I do like the whole grain bagels like you were talking about but my like I said my favorite is the egg bagel like at one point I remember being over at your house and you had like berry cream cheese and like blueberry bagels and I used to be obsessed with that combination it was pretty insane let's take a break I'm Anna and I'm Jamie keep it right here you're listening to mix it up on voice America kids network You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Have you met Catherine the Great? 
She may be a lot like you. She likes sports, music, having fun, and making new friends. You'll get to find out more about her when you tune in to Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour. Catherine's friends, Audrey and Zara, are the co-hosts of the program, and you'll get to learn more about her through them. Share, laugh, and enjoy Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour. Heard every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Just like Catherine the Grape, you are magical, colorful, and above everything else, you are loved. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Yum! This is Mix It Up on the Voice America Kids channel. My mouth is watering just thinking about what's next. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back. My name is Anna. And I'm Jamie. And this is Mix It Up on Falcon Air One, broadcasting from Fountain Hills Middle School on Voice America Kids Network. In this segment, we are talking about pork loin. And pork loin is just one of those things. I mean, it's like how to prepare a steak. I mean, you have to know how. And it's like same thing with like Thanksgiving. You have to know how to make a turkey. So for pork loin, you are going to preheat the oven at 350. And then for a one to one and a half pound pork loin, it's you're just going to salt and pepper the outside and then place in the roaster oven on wire rack and then cook for one to one and a half hours but or just until the inside of the pork is 160 degrees. And we did not know this until we purchased like a thermometer. Like we didn't know we had to have one. So we were just kind of like estimating and my mom and I were Estim- like... Guestimating. Guestimating. We were just like looking inside the oven like, hmm, it looks done. Oh, nope, <laughs> nope put it back in <laughs> it, it was really sad oh and you mentioned the you have to know how long to cook it is there any way you can suggest getting this experience without completely ruining some expensive food um i guess i mean i have no idea i've probably ruined at least i don't i don't know i've probably i've burnt like two steaks like probably two pork loins not meaning to I mean not burnt it wasn't like charred and black like a hockey puck but I mean still it was like a little bit dry I mean if you have like juices and certain like um vegetables like potatoes and carrots on like the outside along with like some water or something so it doesn't completely dry out that's very very much recommended sorry that was terrible grammar but that's I I can't think of how else to stress the fact that pork loin is just not good when it's too dry okay (laughs) so it's basically trial and error um you know pork you're really not supposed to undercook that Mm -mm. so did you guys just cut it open to look in there I mean all you said the thermometer but we just I mean I mean I guess because I being like used to having some dry pork loin or pork in general um I've always had like pork sandwiches on like a some bread and mayo so I mean if you do overcook it it's it's okay you can find other ways to complement it you said on the sandwich is this good for like you eat it at dinner one night and then the next day you can have it for lunch for sure sandwich definitely that's actually I think what I have in my lunch currently (laughs) 
Um, when you serve it at dinner, what do you serve it with? How do you serve it? Um, I just have like steamed vegetables, cottage cheese, and some quinoa or brown rice. Pretty standard. I used to have that like every night. Be like, oh yeah, quinoa, cottage cheese, applesauce, steamed uh, steamed vegetables. It used to be the same thing every night. I used to get so bored with it. So finally, I had to like change things up. But what about you? Like how like between different and various meats, like what's your favorite? Do you like pork? Do you like I like chicken. Beef. Ooh, um, chicken. But with the pork, I. Is there, do you think it'd be good with like a sauce on it or? I mean, I mean, if you're going to go with a pork loin, I think a sweet sauce would complement it very well. But I mean, it's up to you. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. This is Mixed Up. I'm Anna. And I'm Jamie. And today we're talking about fruit pizza. And I know when you hear fruit pizza, it sounds so weird and you're questioning my sanity. So <laughs> anyway, for this fruit pizza, you're going to need... um graham cracker crumbs or you can just get a box with two packages like eight crackers each about and you're going to also need one and a half cups of powdered sugar 12 ounces of softened cream cheese one and a half cups of cool whip and then various strawberries blueberries raspberries kiwi whatever you whatever fruits you actually like enjoy (laughs) i can't think whatever else you can top with but i enjoy strawberries and blueberries but anyway you're going to crush the graham crackers and then place them in a on a cookie sheet and no it doesn't have to be greased you're not throwing it in the oven or anything so and then on top of the graham cracker crumbs you're going to throw the mixture of powdered sugar softened cream cheese and cool whip and spread that evenly and then on top of that arrange the various fruit that you selected and just eat it. it, it just it's, like that. Yep. <laughs> um, is it messy? Um, unless you have like, you know how like when you put sugar on strawberries and there's all that juice at the bottom. Unless you like drizzle that on top, no. But I'm kind of thinking the smashed up graham cracker crumbs. With does the rest of it kind of hold that all together, or does it crumble everywhere? Um. Well, with the mixture of cream cheese and. St- and the sorry the cream cheese and like the powdered sugar it stays pretty well together but I mean it's kind of one of those things that you eat kind of like it's like a cake but extremely thin but hey it's cool and we did something with like the American flag with uh (laughs) strawberries and blueberries and we had that for fourth of July so yep and when you're smashing the graham crackers did you just put them on a table and pound them with your fist or um it was somewhat (laughs) like that I put all the graham crackers in a bag and just and made sure the bag was secure because we did not want graham cracker flying everywhere in the kitchen. Why and not? Then, <laughs> and then basically punched the bag multiple times <laughs> until it was like I'd demolished. Like to, I'd like to suggest to our audience maybe using a uh, mallet. I was gonna say rolling pin. You could use a rolling pin, but a mallet's way more fun. <laughs> Anchor management. <laughs> But it, it was definitely fun. That was, like, my favorite part. I was just like, ah, it's so much fun. But, yeah, you know, it's up to you. You can go the normal way or the abnormal way. Do you think it's better with more fruits or less fruits and um, separating them around or mixing them all together? You definitely don't. I mean, you could layer the fruit and 
but I don't recommend putting too much because like when you're trying to like cut it, it the fruit might be too heavy for the thin graham cracker crust. But I mean, it's up to you if you don't care that it falls apart. It's going to taste the same either way. It's just presentation. If you're looking for it to look pretty, you're just going to arrange it and make sure it's somewhat thin. You can try and overlap fruit and whatnot, but sliced strawberries and kiwi, it, it's going to be a good time. It's definitely delicious. And the fruit, do you want to cut it in bigger pieces or littler pieces? Um, You can use pretty fat chunks of fruit, but I mean, I always do like really thin slices and then like do it in like pretty rows and like try and do like a <laughs> various pattern, like, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's just kind of being fun and throwing a bunch of random stuff onto some graham cracker crumbs. About how long does this take? Um, to, well, for, like, the prep, for just, like, getting everything, like, laid out and ready to be placed upon, I'd probably have to say 20 minutes to, like, I don't know, because it depends how, like, quickly you slice, but I'm just, like, thinking to get a big enough on, like, a cookie sheet, um, eh, 20 to 30 minutes, but you don't have to throw it in the oven or anything, so it's pretty straightforward. What size cookie sheet do you use? Do you use like a really big one or a really small one? Um, it's it depends how many uh eating. Cause if you're going for like a smallish one, like on like a little dish, but I go for like the nine by thirteen, <laughs> and like layer it like that. That's when you're going to use two. But if you're using like about half that or two thirds of that, you're only gonna need like one thing of graham crackers. But either way, I like using big cookie sheets because then I have more. <laughs> Is there anything specific you would serve this with or? Um, no, I mean, you can serve it with a lot of different things, but being that there's fruit in it, you're, I'm kind of thinking more summery. It's kind of one of those things you just have with like some lemonade and like finishing off your meal or just having for a snack. But the thing with this is that it will get soggy over time. It only stays like, depending like all the fruit juices and whatnot, it only stays like, like fairly well unless you freeze it for like two to three days maybe four okay and let me just ask what is your favorite two fruits to put on here um I'd probably have to say strawberry and kiwi strawberry and kiwi what about you what are your favorite fruits to put on like a fruit tart it doesn't necessarily have to be this um are those kind of fruits I usually tend to stay away from more, but <laughs> I do like cherries. I think those are pretty good. Let's take a break. I'm Jamie. And I'm Anna. Keep it right here. You're listening to Mix It Up on Voice America Kids Network. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Step it out with Cassie Frazier. View tomorrow's stars right now on voiceamericakids.tv and hear the radio show on Voice America Kids. 
America's next great star is waiting to be discovered. Stepping Out with Cassie Frazier is an exclusive presentation for VoiceAmerica.tv and the Voice America Kids channel, where you can see and hear America's next top music star. The program is hosted by Voice America's own Cassie Frazier. You can say you saw and heard them at the beginning of their superstar career. Tune in to VoiceAmericaKids.tv Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, and the Voice America Kids channel Fridays at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Yum! This is Mix It Up on the Voice America Kids channel. My mouth is watering just thinking about what's next. Let's get back to the show. I'm Anna. And this is Mix It Up on Falcon Air 1, broadcasting from Fountain Hills Middle School on Voice America Kids Network. In this segment, we are talking about two ways to make sweet potatoes. So the first way is just a regular way to make whole sweet potatoes. Which you just got to wash and brush the outside. That's highly recommended. Sorry. <laughs> highly required after you... <laughs> Buy it. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, go on. <laughs> cut off, and then you want to cut off the ends. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Put on a pan or cookie sheet lined with foil. Bake for about 30 minutes. Turn over, bake for another 30 minutes, and then squeeze to check to make sure they're done the right amount or put a fork in them. Awesome. And the other way, which is more preferred by me more don't really know i don't think that was right grammar but okay <laughs> right Our... grammar i don't know if that was right grammar <laughs> good grammar i don't know okay anyways mashed sweet potatoes uh, then you're going to wash the sweet potatoes also once again highly recommended or required <laughs> highly required Okay, then you want to peel them. You can use like a vegetable peeler, what you would use on carrots or whatever, and cut them into chunks. Then put them in a microwave container with a lid. Microwave for about four minutes. Stir. Careful, 
it's hot. <laughs> I always Thank love you. that. I always love that when it's like the like instructions obvious. for something like you and it says like a it's pizza like or something obvious. you're putting in. Take it out of the oven. Careful, it's hot. No, it's obviously cold because you're taking it out of a 350-degree oven. <laughs> Anyways, then you want to microwave for another four minutes and let sit for two minutes. Then test with a fork. Make sure it's nice and soft. And then once, if it's not, you can just put it in the microwave for another minute. If it's not in another minute, just make sure you're not putting it in for too long and doing it in short increments from there. Put them in a bowl, add butter, and then just mash it all up. Sprinkle with some brown sugar and mix it up again. Awesome. That sounds awesome. I can't think of any other way to say it. It just sounds <laughs> delicious, and my mouth is watering. But besides that, I was thinking I do sweet potatoes very similarly. Similarly? Yeah. Anyway, so, like, if you go back to your, like, basic sweet potato, like, throwing it in the microwave, and whatnot i was just kind of like hmm and then we kind of cut we slice it in half and then just put load it down with butter and brown sugar and if you're feeling like you need something even more sweet on top of that you can put marshmallows and then kind of close it up so the marshmallows melt i know that sounds so weird but oh my believe God. me don't mock it until you try it well What's good is when you have, like, the mashed sweet potatoes and then you put some marshmallows over it and yeah. cook that. That's what I love. We always have that at Thanksgiving. Yeah, and that's what one we year, this is one year, my um, one of my cousins, he kept eating it and eating it. He really, really loved it. And so my uncle, he asked him if he preferred sweet potatoes or yams, which are the same yeah. thing. And he goes, whatever this is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it was a nice laugh, and it's always fun to eat the marshmallows, too. <laughs> You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is Mix It Up. I'm Jamie. And I'm Anna. And today we're talking about moose pie. Yummy. That sounds so, it sounds kind of odd, but I mean, it's, it sounds good. Okay, now, um, the moose you use is like a sugar-free moose package. It comes in several flavors. It's like uh, they have chocolate they have vanilla they have i think cheesecake maybe there it's really good my favorite is the um vanilla but i also really like the chocolate it comes in a black box i mean it's kind of hard to find around here i usually get it when i visit family in chicago they have it in stores around there so not commonly found in arizona I was like, you know, oh, I'll get you some. (laughs) You promise? No. Oh, (laughs) that's the same thing. Like um, my friend, whenever she goes to Illinois, she always picks up this very specific barbecue sauce. Nice. Every time. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, you're going for the crust, which you can use this obviously on any other thing you want to make. But you need two and a half cups almond flour. And yes, that does exist. If you don't have that, though, you can take some whole almonds and just grind them up until they become an almond flour. And four tablespoons of fruit sweet. And it's better with the fruit sweet for this because it is the gooey. Using sugar would not help you because it the fruit sweet is sticky. And then, Pam, preheat the oven to 350 degrees. 
mix the almonds and fruit sweet until they're a crumble uh, topping consistency. Spray a nine inch pan with Pam and then pat the almond mixture down to cover the bottom of the pan. Bake for about 13 to 15 minutes. Then you're to, while that's in the oven, you can make the mousse, take both pouches and mix that in the blender on lowest heat with one and a half cups, very cold skim milk. And gradually increase your speed till you're at the highest speed of your mixture. And you should whip that for about a total of five minutes. Once you have the crust out and cooled, you can pour the mousse in there and put it in the fridge for two hours. That's the whole, the worst <laughs> part of it. You're like, oh, you're I'm waiting. done. <laughs> no, I have to wait two hours. It's like that and cleaning up my least favorite parts of this, baking. <laughs> this doesn't make too many dishes because you just have the, where you mix the crust, where you mix the mousse. And the pan, but I mean, the pan, you have the stuff in there anyway. And then that's basically it. So awesome. It's very easy and quick until you have to wait for two hours. <laughs> and if you were to like change anything, like what would you like add to it? Well, I would, I really want to try like mixing the mousses, like swirling the chocolate and vanilla. One, it would look pretty, and two, I'm sure it'd be absolutely <laughs> delicious. Because <laughs> that's the most important part, that it looks pretty. I guess it kind <laughs> of is presentation, but... It's like, if it can look pretty, but if it... My point is if it tastes good. Like, if you see something gross, you don't want to eat it, but if you taste it and it's awesome, go for it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just like, I was trying to picture something that's, like, weird looking and I didn't want to eat, but I, I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> I'm kind of hyper, sorry. Go on. Okay. <laughs> and this is really good, and it's using the sugar-free mousse and the uh, fruit sweet. It makes it a little bit healthier. I mean, it's obviously still not healthy, but, you know, it's a little bit better for you, and you still have that nice chocolate in there or vanilla or whatever it is in the mousse, and you the almond crust is really sweet with the fruit sweet. Fruit sweet. It's kind of sweet. I was, I was guessing that. But it sounds amazing. Uh, where did you get this recipe? Um, well, the crust is a recipe we have in this book. I'm blanking. Can't remember what the book is called. But then the mousse pie, it says... The recipe right on the box, make the mousse and put it in a pie crust. And then you just, we have our own pie crust right there. I first learned about it with, with, from my Nana, who is my grandma. She, she um, made it for dinner one night and it was really good, really gone fast though. <laughs> so It's there one second, the next minute it's gone. I know. I know it reminds me of the lush I brought up if you listeners remember that but I, I think it'd be cool to just try and like top it off with um like whipped cream like I did with the lush but I don't know being said it's mousse you might not want to but you never know yeah the mousse is kind of soft but after being in the fridge it does get harder my problem is is I go and I go oh I'll just have a little piece <laughs> oh well that edge isn't even I'll just have a little bit more <laughs> By two days, it's all gone because of me doing that. <laughs> I know what you mean. The lush goes quickly, too. 
so sad. Let's take a break. I'm Anna. And I'm Jamie. Keep it right here. You're listening to Mix It Up on Voice America Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Yum! This is Mix It Up on the Voice America Kids channel. My mouth is watering just thinking about what's next. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back. My name is Anna. And I'm Jamie. And this is Mix It Up on Falcon Air One, broadcasting from Fountain Hills Middle School on Voice America Kids Network. In this segment, we are talking about oatmeal raisin cookies. And for these, it's some people don't like oatmeal raisin cookies because they think, oh, healthy cookie, why am I eating this? But it's actually really good. So, but it does, this recipe does make a lot I actually doubled it once, never making that mistake ever again. (laughs) Unless you're delivering it to my house, then it's not a problem. Go on. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it was good. If I hadn't doubled it, then we wouldn't have gotten to eat all that. Anyways, you're going to need one cup of butter, one cup of brown sugar, half a cup of sugar, two eggs, one teaspoon vanilla, one and a half cups flour, one teaspoon baking soda, one teaspoon cinnamon, Three cups of quick oats and two cups of raisins. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Then in your mixer, you can beat together the butter and sugars. Add the eggs and vanilla. Beat that that again. And then in a separate bowl, you can want to combine the flour, baking soda, and cinnamon. And then add all of that to the butter mixture and mix that all very well. Then stir in the oats and the raisins and then you can just serve them like regular cookies on your cookie sheet and i've made this 
several times. One time, it's really weird. Sometimes when I make them, they spread out, and sometimes when I make them, they stay like the more the round dome shape. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what I've done different <laughs> on either one, but either way, it turns out to be pretty delicious. Too. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> the same, just shaped a little differently. I know what you mean because like I've. I was messing with like this chocolate chip cookie recipe and like one it was in, even in the same batch like one it would be like extremely like flat and but it'd be like a really big cookie and the next it'd be kind of like thick and like chubby I can't think of how, how to describe <laughs> it <laughs> but like thick and it didn't spread out as much so I'll be like okay I have to make sure I'm rationing this out like the same so I get the same look for every cookie but I did not succeed in that but it tasted fine either way Hmm. okay now don't get me wrong I do like raisins in these they're pretty good but I do want to try substituting chocolate chips for raisins oatmeal chocolate chip cookies are really good for sure oatmeal chocolate chip get that chocolatey I know like I used to have this thing with oatmeal raisin cookies like I would never eat them because I hated raisins like I, I would not eat them I used to love raisins now <laughs> I won't eat them alone I don't I know, know. Why. I I mean I'll eat them in like certain food like my aunt loves to put raisins in like this broccoli salad I know it sounds so weird but <laughs> that's like I only eat raisins when it's like in certain salads or like cookies or things I won't eat them alone because I'm weird <laughs> But I think we've come to realize that already. <laughs> <laughs> um, and these are, like I said, they are, you'd think they were healthier, but they have a lot of butter and sugar, and that's what makes them a little <laughs> less healthy. And also, with the quick oats, make sure you have enough of those, because they are at the end. And if you go through the whole thing and you find out you don't have enough quick oats you're gonna be pretty upset so I <laughs> yes think, I'm almost done oh no <laughs> I mean like oh mom you make oatmeal every day you probably have enough oh no you only have two cups make sure you avoid that and that's with every recipe make sure you have enough of every ingredient before you start making it and this is a given. I know we mentioned this on the show a lot, but always take caution when dealing with the oven or stove because we do not want you hurting yourself because you or did do not we? <laughs> with not taking the correct precautions because a burn is annoying to have on your hand because you see that little blister and you're like, and if, wow. Like I said, if you do burn yourself, Honey and saran wrap. <laughs> yes, I actually and did try that. And they say you can't learn anything from TV. <laughs> yes, yes, I have learned actually a lot from TV. You'd be surprised. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is Mixed Up. I'm Anna. And I'm Jamie. And today we're talking about chocolate-covered things. And I'm really excited about this topic because it's chocolate. I know. Everybody loves chocolate. <laughs> and everybody loves a lot of other things. Now let's talk about what you can cover in chocolate. <laughs> we sound like little kids, but alrighty. Um, I prefer chocolate-covered strawberries, and when I think it's fun to decorate it whenever you go like white chocolate and then drizzle dark chocolate over it, like with little swirlies. Uh, I know that sounds really kiddish of me, but that's like one of my favorite things to do. What about you? I there's two things that I've done that I've really liked. Um, I melted Ghirardelli chocolate dark chocolate chips 
in a saucepan. And then one way I did is I laid out pretzels on a oh. cookie pan and I took like spoonfuls of chocolate and I poured them in the middle and then I put another uh, pretzel over each of those and then put some sprinkles on and stuck them in the fridge and they were really good. And then another thing I just, I took a bunch of graham crackers, took some tongs and dipped them in the chocolate <laughs> and put them on the thing and put them in the fridge and I had chocolate covered graham crackers which that's awesome that sounds really good be like a fun like sweet treat you have like oh yeah I remember I made those (laughs) but uh my brother's girlfriend has this certain dessert like where you have like a Hershey kiss and then you place it on top of a pretzel and like throw it in the oven but you don't leave it in there for too long it's like probably like three minutes and it just barely melts and then you take them out and then before all of them like harden up again you put little m&ms on top of every hershey kiss oh yep she always makes them around christmas time and she like brings this cute little cookie tin and it's like ritual we make we make her make them every year (laughs) um and i also love chocolate covered nuts Oh, yeah, for sure. You can't go wrong with that. But, like, my mom has this thing about chocolate-covered cashews. I really like dark chocolate-covered almonds. Hmm. And I made this thing, and it was calling for almonds, and I kind of mixed together. I made a mixture of chopped almonds and chopped chocolate-covered almonds, and it was really good. Hmm. Awesome. And and what's good when you have, like, the chocolate-covered nuts is... I really like to just um, suck on chocolate and have it melt and make it last a little bit. And when you do that and then you get to and you have that little nut at the end is your. For sure. Like and I know not some people might not be big fans of like dried fruit, but you can always like have some dried fruit and dip it in there. Like I've had uh, chocolate covered dried strawberries. It wasn't actually that bad. It was actually good like ratio of like fruity flavor and chocolatey flavor but you know and there's tons of fruits that you can dip in chocolate (laughs) like oh if you have know someone who really doesn't like fruit but really likes chocolate (laughs) cover it in chocolate and make it unrecognizable (laughs) here you go here's some chocolate (laughs) surprise them but they're just like what is oh oh oh, there's fruit (laughs) but I don't know many people that don't like fruit you know like how can you not like fruit but then again some people certain kinds Mm -hmm. and chocolate covered fruits are great for the summer which is coming up I know I'm so excited for us we get out of school in a couple days and so that's we're like chomping at the bit because that means beach or kayaking in my case I know and then we can make a whole bunch of recipes have more time to cook and bake and everything tell you guys about and if you guys spend your summer in the kitchen we'd love to hear about some of the things you made for you sure can email us at voiceamericakids at yahoo.com be sure to mention our names jamie and anna and our show mix it up again that's voiceamericakids at yahoo.com and mention our names jamie and anna and our show and we'd love to hear from you guys. And, you know, if there's 
Anything, any other suggestions you have for us? Any quick tips? We'd also love to hear about those. And spend your summer eating healthy foods that <laughs> you made. Healthy foods. That's going to do it for today. Thanks for joining us today on Mix It Up. Listen to the show weekly on voiceamericakids.com. Contact us at voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Be sure to mention our names, Jamie and Anna, and our show Mix It Up. Thanks again for listening. Well, I'm full. Thanks for listening to Mix It Up on Voice America Kids. Make sure you come back next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another great show. Have a tasty week. Thank you.